What's good, everybody? It's UTXJG, the Don, along with my co-host, leader of the flock. Say what up. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. And we are on Enlightened Sounds episode 17. Uh, today is Friday, February the 22nd, as of this recording. Shout out to everybody who missed us and uh, was patiently waiting for the next episode. I'm sorry, people. It's been very busy for me and uh, still not uh, not going to stop. But we're going to try to uh, still pump out the episodes as, uh, as much as we can. Um, and again, shout out to everybody who listens to us on all of your favorite platforms, including Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and of course, the platform that hosts all of our uh, our podcasts, which is Anchor. Um, and since we did the uh, last podcast, Anchor actually partnered up with Spotify. So that was cool because um, obviously Spotify has a lot of money behind them and they saw Anchor as a good platform for podcasts. The Spotify has been really, really deep diving into podcasts. I don't know if you've noticed, but I know some other people have noticed on Spotify alone on the podcast section when you go into gaming. The Game Illuminati podcast is like one of the first ones that pops up. And I had to go and look at it myself. I said, oh, that's cool. So I'm hoping that uh, we get a little boost because of that. And if you go into like, I think it's the health and fitness section, uh, <laughs> uh, health and wellness, TBH's podcast, Hokage Thoughts is one of the first ones that pops up there. And that was just like when my girl randomly looking at it. She was like, oh, did you see this? I was like, that's really cool. So uh, it looks like we are getting a little bit of traction here with our podcast. Hopefully the Alliance Sounds podcast for the music section and uh, and Flox podcast as well um, gets to that point where we can be featured as well. So again, shout out to everybody that uh, show the support. Uh, with that being said, man, let's get into the, uh, the episode here. So some notable new releases. And as of today, we ended up getting a few more projects to add. So uh, we have Wiz Khalifa and Currency 2009 as a collaboration project. Uh, we have Drake So Far Gone, which is a re-release. They ended up charting, so that was actually very interesting that a re-release for um, arguably one of the best projects that Drake has put out um, ended up re-releasing and charting um, with there being really no music that's come out in the last two months. But uh, but I guess that's kind of why um, ended up charting again. We have Audio Push that came out with Audio Mars. They really got no promotion at all. I ended up just randomly finding out that they dropped something. So that's cool. Uh, we have Burner. Um, he did a collaboration mixtape with Mozzie. It's called Slimy Individual. So that was all right. And then today, Offset came out with his debut solo album called Father of Four. So that was anticipated. A lot of people were trying to figure out, including myself, which Migos was going to have the best solo album. Uh, so uh, I would encourage everybody to listen to that if you were wondering. And, and then uh, let us know. Let us know who you thought had the best album. You have Lil Pump came out with Harvard Dropout. And finally, you have Gunna came out with Drip or Drown 2. Uh, I think the last one, well, the first one they came out with came out in 2017, and he's been doing other um, other series since then. So this is the second iteration of the Drip and Drown series. So there you go. Those are the notable new releases. Uh, let's get into the news. Uh, we will not have any any album reviews this time, but uh, come the next episode, we should have at least one or two uh, to go over. But it really wasn't any music, man, and I'm I'm kind of kind of disappointed because I'm so used to like just getting a whole bunch of music that uh, came for us. Because last year was really crazy, so um, I'm hoping that as we get to the next month we can get uh, a little bit more music but it's just been slow i know how it is at the beginning of the year so it is what it is um but let's get to the news uh, the grammys came and went 
Now, I don't watch any type of award shows like I used to. I used to watch the VMAs all the time. I used to watch the BET Awards. Uh, we mentioned that I uh, used to watch like the Source Awards back when the Source Awards was was kind of hot. Um, everybody knows like the like the big things that with that the East Coast West Coast stuff uh, coming through and, and all that stuff, all those iconic moments. But um, I don't really watch award uh, shows like I used to. I used to kind of care about like who won what, but nowadays I could care less like who wins anything. But I thought it would still be interesting to like go over some of the Grammy winners and losers and and get your thoughts on the situations um, as far as who won what so um one of the more notable notable awards um or award winners to happen was the best music video so for this one we had ape shit uh, the carters beyonce and jay-z had this is america my child is gambino we have i'm not racist by Jordan lucas um, we have janelle monet with pink and tiara whack with mumble jumbo which again i i haven't even seen that video so i said i was gonna um watch it after after this but um child is gambino ended up winning for this is america so how do you feel about that particular uh that particular winner in this category best music video no, it was cool. Like I said, I'm never really a fan of award shows. This is always a hot box popularity contest, but right. it seemed like they got it right because that one had a lot of impact. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people were doing A lot of people were emulating it, doing it on different little skits and all this other stuff. So it was cool because it was, it was a lot of... Uh, it was a, it was a message behind it. Yeah, so I can get behind that. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, producer of the year, we have Boy Wonder, Larry Klein, Linda Perry, Kanye West, and Pharrell. And Pharrell ended up winning this one, uh, particularly last year. He produced Ape Shit, um, the actual song by the Carters. Uh, Man of the Woods, Justin Timberlake, the whole album or the majority of the album. Uh, no one ever really dies. The NDRD album, which was fire. Uh, he did Stir Fry um, with Amigos, and he did the Sweetener album by Ariana Grande. So, um, out of this list, um, I mean, Pharrell did a lot, but it's definitely like from this list as far as like what they, uh, what the producers did. And it looked like a lot of people had like some really good years. Like Boy Wonder, he did, uh, he did Cardi B, Be Careful, Diplomatic Community by Drake. Uh, he did a song on uh, on the Carters as well, Friends. He did God's Plan. He did Heard About Us, also the Carters. He did uh, the Eminem and Jordan Lucas song, Lucky You. He did Mob Ties and he did No Limit. Um, so that I mean that's a that's a hell of a list as well. Uh, that's a catalog right there. Boy. Yeah, that, it really was. Oh, Kanye, yeah, won, yeah, right. Kanye West did Daytona. He did the whole album. He did Kissy Ghost. He did uh, Tiana Taylor. He did Nas, and he did his own. So <laughs> they just put all those albums because all those seven track albums that he did during that like two month span. So um, even though I obviously know you know like the Nas album, we didn't we didn't really like compared to like the other ones. But Daytona was definitely a, a really good album. Um, Kanye West's album was kind of meh, and Kissy Ghost was okay, and, and I feel like he messed up Tiana's album, but it's, it is what it is. Um, he still got credit for that, so um, it, it was really cool. I think that Boy Wonder, I, I think out of this other list, if I would have chose anybody else, I probably would chose Boy Wonder because he had a hell of a hell of a list here. Uh, but Pharrell did a win it, so shout out to Pharrell, one of my favorite producers of all time. It's just it's just crazy his uh his catalog there so shout favorite, out to one of your favorite producers that sound like a uh, idea for you know another episode yeah maybe yeah. yeah we can definitely go over there i know i mentioned it before but yeah we can lack, definitely lack of albums and stuff that'll give us something to, we could know, expand on that yeah through. yeah absolutely i agree i agree um 
moving up here as far as like the pose and stuff none of that stuff really matters uh best score soundtrack for visual media you have black panther blade runner coco the shape of water and star wars Legend jedi and black panther one um the best score soundtrack so that was highly deserved um i really like black panther and and the score that they did for that movie was incredible incredible absolutely incredible so that was that was great so shout out to shout out to team world black panther man and that and that's not even the album because the album was fire too but we just talking about the score like everything just fit so that was that was great uh best compilation soundtrack for visual media you had call me by your name uh deadpool 2 the greatest showman ladybird and stranger things and the greatest showman ended up winning i never saw that movie but i i've heard people saying that it was pretty good but it's it's whatever um can we uh touch on like a lot some people may not know this and i know a lot of people don't not always in the know of stuff when people say the score of a movie that means the the music that's being played throughout the scene different scenes in the movie right so for those who not who, who doesn't know what that means right exactly um so going up another stuff you really care about jazz new age uh this country all right best rap album so this was one of the things that a lot of people were talking about people had uh, certain opinions ariana grande definitely spoke out she deleted the tweet since then and i hate when people do that like why you even tweet the stuff i understand like you're stand in the moment what stuff. You yeah just stand behind what you say like that's how you feel that's how you feel um well best rap album you had evasion of privacy cardi b you had swimming by mac miller victory lab by nipsey hustle daytona by pusha t and Astro World by travis scott and cardi b ended up winning with invasion of privacy um she ended up uh making history for this one and uh, obviously like i mentioned before a lot of people had stuff to say ariana grande specifically wanted mac miller to win and we all know why because she obviously had a relationship with him before he passed away rp mac miller um uh, but out of this list because i definitely wouldn't have chose cardi b that probably would have been the last album i would have chose to win best rap album uh who would you have chosen to win if you had a choice and Nipsey Hussle, <clears throat> I wouldn't have chose any of them. I would have picked. I would have picked the Book of Ryan. Oh well. <laughs> well, if That's you had to choose out of I mean, this list, out of man. those, um, what we had, uh, you had uh, Mac Miller, Nipsey, Mac Pusha Miller, T, and Travis. Uh, it definitely wouldn't have been Travis Scott because I felt like that was. One yeah, of we know how you feel about that. <laughs> um, if I, I would have said either Nipsey or, um, uh, I probably would have said Nipsey. Nipsey, okay. I would have chose Pusha personally, or Pusha, or, or Daytona. Only reason I would have said Nipsey because it, it was like I won't say because of, you know the whole oh it only had seven songs stuff like that. But yeah. the quality of each song was you know yeah. it, it, it makes up for it. So yeah, I probably would have picked Daytona or maybe Nipsey would at a close second. Okay, okay. So yeah, I, I I would agree with you. I wouldn't be mad if Nipsey won as well. Because I think when we did our top ten, I think I had Daytona at like number three or four or something like that, like three. Yeah, something so, like that. Yeah, so I probably would have picked Daytona because that's the one I listen to the most. Right, right. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. You know how how much you gonna listen to the shit? Like you can't listen to it once and call it a classic. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can listen to that two, three, five years from now, and still you know get out of it what I did the first time. One of those albums for you, it. you feel like? Okay. Yeah. Okay. True. True. So yeah, that's uh that's who won. So again, shout out to Cardi. I'm not mad at her, um, cause she definitely had a hell of a year. And uh, and like we were talking about before, out of the people on this particular list, it was definitely between Travis and Cardi B for having the biggest year 
um overall but i think that travis scott might have possibly edged cardi but then again cardi had so much momentum and she had the latin audience as well um because i i like it definitely like that was a huge song for her so um so she definitely had that um that edge over there but i think that travis scott might have had just a just the biggest one uh the biggest year to me but uh moving on best rap song we had god's plan by drake king's dead kendrick lamar lucky you eminem and, and joiner sicko mode travis scott and drake and win well with j-rock and god's plan ended up winning uh god's plan was a huge song uh but me personally i think that ended up getting a lot more love because of the video the video was so inspiring and he did give all that money away and shout out to drake for that i'll never hate on anybody for doing that because that was amazing um but as far as the song alone i probably would have chose king's dead out of this list um that's just me personally just for the song alone but i do realize and and acknowledge the impact that god's plan had when it came out and of course again coupled with the video i think that's that's what ended up giving it the edge and and also uh drake ended up um having a speech afterwards and he was talking about that he doesn't really care about the awards um if you ended up getting to a point where people are like standing outside in the cold for however many hours to um to you know buy your album or go to your concert then you've already won so shout out to drake for saying that i, I, I definitely respected what he said at that point but um do you agree with this winner or would you have chose somebody else out of this list no i would have went with drake drake okay. you touched on why because the video did exactly what what music videos were meant to do mm -hmm. to, to sell the song that's what that's what music videos actually used to do like now it's like you don't really see music videos too much and yeah i was always a huge fan of music videos and i go back and watch them on youtube all the time music video like, was so iconic when we were all oh, exactly like that's what sold your album for the most part was the videos for those those singles that you that was charting that you wanted to chart mm -hmm. so and i thought i thought it was just great i thought the video was really good the song was inspired it was inspiring too so it, it did what it was supposed to do for me i'm not gonna say it's the best song though i mean for me personally but for what it did i think that's what made it great for this year i would have picked i mean my favorite song out of all of them was probably king's dead but mm -hmm. i mean it, it was just that it was just what drake did you know and that, that just that exemplified what the music video is supposed to do true yeah so there you go uh and then we go to the best rap slash sung performance uh, we have uh like i do christina aguilera Pretty Little Fears of Black Fiction J. Cole, This Is America, Childish Gambino, All the Stars, Kendall Lamar and SZA, and Rockstar, Post Malone, 21 Savage, and Childish Gambino won for This Is America. So this man, I, I think he had like the biggest uh, the biggest win out of the entire Grammy, so that man was racking up. So he ended up winning another one uh, for the best rap slash sung performance. Uh, this Is America, I I think I barely saw him like like do it live but again like the song was so impactful um that it ended up winning this category so shout out to child again you know he won one for that one as well best rap performance uh this one was interesting when i looked at it because i'm like huh how did this happen but we had be careful by cardi b drake night for what king's dad kenton lamar bubbling anderson pack and sicko mode and there was a tie for this one and again i probably have not been paying attention because again i don't care about the grammys like that but there was a tie between king's dead and bubbling by anderson pack 
and again i didn't even know that there was such things as ties i'm like can you just give one person the damn nod like how does it end up being a tie when there are literally like people that vote for it i'm not sure if there's like an even number of people that vote for it compared to an odd number but like there's no tiebreaker like what what the hell is this but uh it is what it is so king uh king's dead and bubbling um tied on this one so i'm i'm not mad at this one is whatever but if i would have chosen one for the best like performance i probably would have chose king dead to win um so it is what it is on that one best r&b album you have tony braxton sex and cigarettes now did you hear did you listen to that album because i i know i did i i didn't listen to it i knew it it came out and all of that but for some reason i just didn't really check for it yeah i think it just kind of slipped past okay we we, we we listen to so much stuff bro i'm not gonna lie so we we're entitled to, to miss something bro. Facts. that was <laughs> one of them that i that i actually missed you know me i'm a like i'm probably i'm, I'm sure i'm i'm a bigger i'm checked for r&b more than you do yeah true. so i, I felt like i was i should have been responsible enough to at least listen to it but i just didn't get around to it hey but like, still time I, it without, I forgot all about it yeah so we still could be listening to everything else it just got lost in the shuffle of trying true. to listen to everything else. True, true. So, yeah, it is what it is on that one. Uh, Leon Bridges, Good Thing, Lala Hathaway, Honestly, Her, uh, with the self-titled, and PJ Morton, Gumbo Unplugged, and Her ended up winning. Um, and a lot of people... Yo, don't sleep on Layla one. Hathaway, man. She she did a very good um, rendition of uh, Angel by uh, Anita Baker. Oh, right. Yeah. And I, I know it was playing here, you know, on the radio here all the time. And when I was, you know, working overnight and stuff, he used to come on all the time, like all night. And he would play it at least five times within a 12-hour span. Damn. And shit like that. So, yeah, it was, they played that a lot. It was, she did a real good job of it, too. A lot of people saying, yo, I like this that version better. I'm like, I don't know about that one, but. Yeah, that's, that would be hard for me to say, too. I got to listen to her rendition. Because, you know, I used to, you know, I remember those Saturday mornings cleaning up with my mom's in the crib and shit and she that's that's who she listened to anita baker all the time anita baker and sade facts so but, but yeah uh her ended up winning so again shout out to her <laughs> for shout the uh, for the win because uh it was it was well deserved um that album was was highly uh highly touted um last year so and shout out to her for that uh, best urban contemporary album we have the Carters, everything is love chloe and holly the kids are all right chris dave and the drum heads i never heard of them uh, miguel warren leisure and uh, michelle with ventriloquism and the carters won for everything is love i like that album um i don't know how you felt about it but i thought that it was okay um it was all right yeah listening to beyonce rap for the most part i'm actually not mad at it i know that <laughs> some other people are like oh, i don't know how i feel about her rapping but i thought it was cool and I like the beats. I like the like the production on there. So I I, I liked it. Um, so that's you know, winning that one. Best R and B song. Uh, we have Boot Up, LMA, yeah, Come Through and Chill, J Cole. Uh, Feels like summer, Donald Glover, Focus. Um, there was a uh, Daryl Camper Jr. Her and uh, Long as I Live with Tony Braxton and Boot Up won this one. <laughs> uh, I know that this song is like it turned into like the guys' anthem, and for some reason, a lot of women hate this, including my fiance. Like every time it comes on in the radio, she always turns it off. Uh, but LMA, like she probably had one of the biggest R&B songs. Like this song is still coming on to this day. She has this and trip uh, that comes on the radio in constant rotation. And she, I feel like she deserved to win it. Like it was the best R&B song. Uh, she, like she did a lot, man. This song was very, very popular. So, so uh, like I said, I'm not, I'm not mad at. How you feel about this? 
What was the other song in there other than Boot Up? You had you come, her. come Through and Chill, uh, J. Cole, Miguel, uh, Feels Like Summer, Donald Glover, uh, Daryl Camper Jr., Her and Just in Love with Focus, and uh, Tony Braxton, Long As I Live. Okay, so Daryl Camper Jr. I, I never even heard of that. Yeah, so. I don't I don't even know. So, um, definitely Boot Up, bro. Like, everybody yeah. was singing that song, bro. Like, that, that was the most popular. That was probably the most popular song of the year period yeah that's the most popular song period like nobody knew who she was she just came through like wildfire bro and like yep. it was so damn catchy yo yep. so damn catchy it, it did what it did it did exactly what it was supposed to do it caught fire and she didn't look back man hopefully yeah. you know she can continue off of that too fact that was a good song though man it was a real good song it was very good song um, best traditional R&B performance. You had Leon Bridges, Bet Ain't Worth the Hand, uh, Betty Lavette, Don't Fall Apart on Me Tonight, Major with Honest, PJ Morton featuring Yeba, How Deep Is Your Love, and Charlie Wilson featuring uh, Layla Hathaway, Made for Love. And PJ Morton won with How Deep Is Your Love. But this was actually a tie because uh, Leon Bridges also won with Bet Ain't Worth the Hand. So this was another <laughs> another category another that would have a tie. Yeah. <laughs> So it's just it's just like whatever on that one, but uh, but that's that's who tied on that particular category. Best R&B performance we had Tony Braxton, Long as I Live, The Carters with Summer, Later Hathaway, Why Why, Her featuring Daniel Caesar, Best Part, and P.J. Morton with First Began, and Her featuring Daniel Caesar uh-huh. won with Best shit. Part. Yeah, so there you go, another award that her won. So shout out to her, she got at least two of them things. Um, best alternative music. You don't care about that one. Uh, yeah, so that's <laughs> <laughs> so that's. Pretty... I, I listen to some of it, so it's yeah, cool, it's, but we can keep it moving. That's whatever. Uh, best pop vocal album. We have uh, Camila Cabello, um, Camila, Kelly Clarkson, Meaning of Life, Ariana Grande with Sweetener, Shawn Mendes with Self Titled, uh, Pink, Beautiful Trauma, and Taylor Swift with Reputation. Ariana Grande won with Sweetener. Um, I'm not an Ariana Grande fan, but well, her fans, I don't know if you see anything across your timeline on Twitter. Oh my God, they are crazy, dog. Yeah. Her fans are insane, especially after this the Mac Miller stuff happened too, man. I know she's getting a lot of heat, but like overall, like her fans are like they're they're ridiculous. It's almost as crazy as like Nicki Minaj's fans or Beyonce fans. They're they're ridiculous. So I don't think you get much worse than Beyonce fans. You right, you right, but they close though. <laughs> they are they are very close, at least on Twitter. But uh, but she ended up winning again. That was a Pharrell produced album. I know that some people had some things to say about that, but um, I think that he did a good enough job. And she ended up winning this pop best pop vocal album. So um, shout out to Ariana. Um, you know, no matter what she's going through, she's still making music at the end of the day. So it is what it is. Um, see, moving on, we had the best pop solo performance. Back with Colors, uh, Camila Cabello with Havana Live. Ariana Grande, God is a Woman, Lady Gaga, Joanne, Where Do You Think You're Going, and Post Malone, Better Now. And Lady Gaga ended up winning that one with Joanne. I, I believe that's from the uh, the movie that she did. So um, so that was uh, is what it was on that one. Best New Artist, Chloe and Halle, Luke Combs, Greta Van Fleet, Her, Dua Lipa, Margot Price, Baby Rexa, and Georgia Smith. Now, out of this list, I only know Her. Chloe and Hallie in Georgia. Um, I'm not familiar with everyone else, unfortunately, but Dua Lipa ended up winning this category. 
Um, so again, I, I'm not familiar with, with this with this artist, so I can't say anything. But if I had a choice, I probably would have picked her or Georgia Smith. But uh, but shout out to them for getting on this list. Uh, but Dua Lipa ended up winning. Um, Song of the Year, another very major one. You have all the stars, Kendrick and SZA, Boot Up, LMA, God's Plan, Drake, In My Blood, um, Teddy Geiger, Scott Harris, um, The Joke, um, The Middle, which I'm not, there's so many people on that one. Um, Shallow, uh, I, I remember that song because that song was so damn popular. Um, Shallow, Lady Gaga, Mark Ronson, and This Is America, Donald Glover. And Song of the Year goes to Donald Glover. This is America. So he won that one too. And again, I'm not mad at all because that song was, was crazy when it came out. So, so that's who won that one. Uh, album of the Year. You had Evasion of Privacy, Cardi B, Brandy Carly, by the way, I forgive you, Drake with Scorpion, Her, self-titled, Post Malone, Bear Bones and Bentley, Janelle Monet, Dirty Computer, Casey Musgraves, Golden Hour, and the Black Panther official soundtrack. And out of this list, Casey Musgraves won with Golden Hour. I'm not even sure who this is, but they ended up winning out of this pretty much stacked list, minus Cardi, because I, I don't think she should have been on there for the album of the year. But, uh, but they put it on there, and uh, and Casey Musgraves ended up winning. Uh, personally, I probably would have chose the Black Panther album. That's me being kind of biased, but I thought that that soundtrack was amazing. Um, but obviously, it didn't do good enough because Casey Musgraves ended up winning that one. And finally, we have record of the year. We have Cardi B, I like it. Uh, Brandy Carly, The Joke, Charlie's Gambino, This is America, Drake with God's Plan, Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper, Shallow, All the Stars, Kendrick Lamar, Post Malone, Rockstar, and Zed with The Middle. And Charlie's Gambino won with This is America. So that man cleaned up. Like I said, he pretty much won like all the major categories for music. Um, this year for the Grammy. Yeah, he so. <laughs> racked up. So this is America. It's funny because this wasn't even on an album. I don't think that people realize this wasn't. This wasn't even a project. This was just a single. This and it feels like summer. Those were just singles. And just because like that that freaking uh, that video was so damn popular and impactful, man. Like it just it, it ended up winning all these awards and. I hope that people still like take that stuff seriously and what the message was, not just dance to the song, because that was that was literally like the point, <laughs> the point of the song, like to get you distracted with all the dancing and stuff, and you're, you're not paying attention to everything going on in the background. Um, but that that video was so damn impactful, man, and, and it ended up winning everything for the Grammy. So at least they recognized something. Uh, so shout out to Charlie Gambino. Definitely that song alone, like was just super crazy in 2011. So uh, that was the Grammys, winners and losers. So it is what it is. Um, now let's get to something that I'm really hating that this stuff is happening for Black History Month. Um, we need to throw Black History Month away and start over because this has been very, very terrible. Um, I don't know what's been going on this month, but I wish that we can get a do-over because this is this is crazy. But the Justice Smollett situation, man, um, there's been a lot of developments. And actually, it's been some more developments. I, I feel like something is coming every single day from this situation. But let's start from the beginning for the people who were not aware of what's going on. Because it's, it's really been moving fast, to be honest. But it started off with Justice Smollett being in Chicago and going to a subway at 2 a.m. 
Um, now initially me just hearing Subway and 2 a.m. I'm like What I didn't even know that Subway was open 24 hours there uh, You told me that there are some that are open 24 hours in Chicago, mm -hmm. correct? Okay All right, so I was initially already skeptical in that situation But maybe he did go to a 24-hour Subway, but in any case he said that he got met by two men that had on MAGA hats and called him uh, called him the F word and said that this is MAGA town, bitch, and apparently put a rope around his neck and poured bleach on him and, and basically beat him up. So everybody was tripping all the situation like, well, what, what the hell happened? Why would someone just attack you? Why were you at Subway at 2 a.m.? Why did you not have any security? So I think that was like some of the first flags, like what were you doing? Like how did this happen to you? So he filed a police report on that. Um, apparently before that, like Fox Studios, they received a threatening letter by the people. So that was like, that was the first thing that even like sparked everything off. Like th this threatening letter that apparently came about that had like a harmful white powder. Like what, what was this? It was it anthrax. You remember anthrax back then, yeah. man? Like they put this up in letter. That's what it reminds me of a harmful white powder, man. But apparently it was aspirin though. Like apparently it was aspirin, but it was, it was all a, a hoax. Um, so that part was weird. So Jesse gets beat up days later. And then he files a police report. And then on January 30th, because apparently he filed a police report on 29th, the next day, uh, apparently the police identified two suspects. And these suspects were not Caucasian, they were black. So they ended up um, finding them eventually. But of course, he did the statement and everything. Everybody was behind him. And, and you know, he was saying that he was okay or whatnot. But, uh, but obviously, he was shaken up during the situation. Um, and then they were like, the police were asking for his phone. He wouldn't initially give it to them. Then he finally gave it up. And, and then he gave his first televised interview. And then they ended up detaining, the police ended, uh, ended up detaining the two suspects, um, which were apparently uh, two Nigerian males. Then they ended up finding out later that Jesse knew these dudes because they worked on uh, with him at the set of Empire. And they were apparently friends. And then later news came that like showed video footage of them in the store buying all of the all of the items that Jesse apparently told them to buy. He was in the store with them, like looking in the corner, trying to look inconspicuous, but knowing damn well he was guilty. So you saw him there and then they let the dudes go. And then the news came that apparently they rehearsed the whole attack and Jesse paid these dudes to beat him up. So this situation is ridiculous. Now he's a suspect and he might end up getting arrested for real, for real. They're supposed to have like a hearing in March to uh, to um, to figure out what his sentence is going to be. But I think this man is going to get locked up because now it's at a point where the whole team at Empire, they're not messing with him anymore. They actually suspended him and they're going to take him off the last two episodes of the next season of Empire. So now it's even worse than it could have been. I didn't think it was going to get to this point. I actually did think initially that maybe he did get beat up randomly. Maybe it was a type of situation, but it was just way too many red flags at this point. And we still have to wonder after all of this, why? Why did you do it? What was the point? 
um there were rumors of saying that he was going to get kicked off of empire and he got upset so that's why he saves all of this um other people were saying that he was going to drop some music so he just wanted to get some attention behind it but all in all everything is fucked up with this situation like it's never getting any better every day we hear some new news and it's just not looking good for this guy so how do you feel about this entire thing vlog shit weird bro I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. Just seemed like he was, I don't know, either in a bad state. He was just trying to, you know how that whole Me Too movement goes. It, and it, it don't, it, it's everywhere, man. Like I said before, it don't, it don't matter if you black, white, gay, straight, whatever, man. Like everybody want to be, everybody want don't, everybody want to be me, 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 me. And I feel like he, he was, you know, when he said the whole I'm the gay Tupac shit. Bruh. <laughs> I already knew something was wrong with him. You know what I mean? It's like, what, bruh? Like, why would you even say that? The gay Tupac. I mean, what does that like, mean? Why would you even say that? I don't know what the hell he thought he was mean, but I'm like, bro, how many albums have you even dropped that don't have Empire tied to it? I've never, I've never really heard anything from him other than the shit that's on Empire. So it's like, and and he comes across as a talented dude and, and a nice guy and shit like that, but that right there is just like. Yeah, bro, bro, you different, and I don't mean it in a you know you different because you gay way. But I mean you different because you different. Mm. Like the dumb shit that you you came up with, and then the fact that he paid these dudes via check. <laughs> like, like you need to start doing your research, your scamming research, bro. Like if you gonna scam some shit, do this shit right. But I'm not a fan of anybody doing that shit because when he when he does when with him doing that, you know somebody some innocent person could have gotten you know gotten gotten accused of that shit that had nothing to do they just could have fit a description that he gave and someone could have gotten could have gotten accused of that because of their background or just because of how they look or something like that you never know i'm not a fan of that shit and i'm i'm, I'm actually in favor of people doing jail time for filing false claims and reports and shit like that because you wasting you wasting police time and uh you know you wasting taxpayer dollars in, in light of that and then the people that should get that type of coverage that that have been abused and you know and and you know what I'm saying and, and, and singled out and, and picked on and had hate crimes put against them and shit like that because of their religious beliefs or their sexual preference or their race uh, that shit don't get covered but we gave this dude so much coverage because everybody believed him and then come to find out he was full of shit and he's pulling everybody's leg so that's why I don't have any sympathy for him. He got his head in the fucking sand right now. And I think, you know, whatever they were going to give, whoever, you know, the people that they were supposedly looking for, I think he should do that time because he orchestrated all that shit. He orchestrated it. Plain and simple. Fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. He really is like dragging whatever career that he had to the ground now. I don't think anybody's going to mess with him. And if the rumors were true about him getting written off Empire, well, I mean, if that was the case beforehand, well, you gone now. So what are you going to do? I don't think anybody is going to listen to your music at this point if that's the route that you were trying to go. So you literally just like messed up your entire career. People have been making fun of you ever since the situation happened. And, you know, there were other people trying to defend you. But who can defend you now? Most likely you are going to jail, man. Um, but there was another thing that came about today, too, which I forgot to mention. Uh, he can most likely go with the the mental health state route or the I was under the influence route because that was another thing that popped up 
because now they said that he was under the influence of drugs during the whole situation. So it's, it's this stuff is sucks, man. Why did you have to do this during Black History Month, fam? That's, I think that's my that's my issue, dog. Like, why did you have to pull this stunt? Now we got to sit up here and worry about you and R. Kelly at the same time, dog. Like, this is not cool. So many rappers God. and athletes and, and other celebrities have been getting in mess. Uh, YNW Melly apparently killed his damn uh, friends and, and rapped about it in the song. You got Blueface that apparently is about to get locked up for three years. Like, it's not a good R. Kelly for black people. R. Kelly's situation, of course. Um, yeah, he just got convicted, I think, today that the news came out um they're about to come out with apparently a um a documentary on michael jackson so like yeah, no, it's leaving neverland or bro, like, like please i i need a break yo we need a do-over what is going on in february why is everybody acting up i don't understand but it's it's just not getting any better <laughs> it's not getting any better man so it is what it is on that situation, but take it out. It's with Jussie. I think that man is gonna get locked up. I don't think that there's any other, any other thing that he could do besides obviously the um, the whole mental health state or under the influence of drugs thing that will save him at this point. I think he should get locked up because you played everybody for a damn fool, bro. For nothing. For nothing. This shit is trash, bro. This shit is trash. So uh, that situation, man. I'm I'm so tired. I'm so tired. So, the next situation that we have going on is T.I. has added another clothing company to his list of uh, companies to boycott. Now, if you all, um, unless you all have been under rock, we know about the Gucci situation, which basically sparked everything off. Uh, so, Gucci apparently had this uh, this hoodie or, or whatever they want to call it. It's some form of clothing that has like an extended turtleneck and it's literally blackface literally blackface there's nothing else that you can say that it was there's no oh this is just a misunderstanding it doesn't really look like that it's blackface bro like it just looks ugly it looks it looks ugly and tacky so i don't know who in that war room thought that that would have that that was going to fly but it did not everybody got upset and uh and countless celebrities uh spoke out about it but ti was probably as far as uh as far as um, artists or whatever, um, he was probably one of the most uh, outspoken ones about the Gucci situation. So he was like, nah, I'm good on that. We need to boycott Gucci for at least three months. And a lot of people were like, well, why three months? Like, why don't you just boycott it altogether? Uh, so I don't know if like T.I. has a lot of Gucci and he wants to wear it or whatever. He's just trying to prove a point. I don't think that three months is going to cut it, but it is what it is. That's what he said. So he was like, we need to boycott it for three months because they don't respect us. Now, Burberry has apparently got added to the list because during one of their fashion shows, they showed this girl with the freaking noose around her neck. And, and it, once again, we're like, what the fuck? Like, who, who freaking said that that was a good idea? Because I don't, I don't understand like how that's a fashion statement. I really don't understand it. Again, it just looks super freaking tacky. No one should have allowed that to go live. So now Tiara was like, "All right, well, we gotta boycott Bur uh, Burberry now." So who's next, man? Because all of these companies have been doing this stuff, and conveniently, they've been doing this stuff this month for Black History Month. So. It's like, what's really going on? Are y'all just intentionally trying to piss us off or what? Because this isn't cool at all. Like, suicide and people uh, 
uh, putting nooses around your own neck. That's not cool. We obviously know what what happened with people putting nooses around our neck. So why would you think that that's cool? I don't I don't freaking understand. So Ti was like, all right, well we got a weak guy at Burberry and uh, apparently Prada and Montclair are two other companies that have had offensive uh, offensive accessories and uh, offensive clothing. So. I just don't I just don't understand like if we're gonna boycott it we just need to boycott everything everything that doesn't respect us and y'all need to stop buying that clothing just because it's expensive or you think it's fashionable I don't like any of this stuff I, I really don't I don't I'm not into all of that expensive clothing anyways all that high name brand fashion I don't think that any of that is is my style and I don't think that any of that stuff looks cool to me personally um, but I don't know how big of a deal this is to everyone else, but how do you feel about all these clothing companies just acting up during Black History Month of all months and, and doing all this crazy stuff? It's just it's just poor um, poor taste. That's all I say. I say it's just poor taste. I don't know if I don't know who's in charge of, of finalizing these these ideas, but either they just being neglectful or they just don't care. And, and I mean. Let's just let's not act like we don't have a president that that's giving a lot of people confidence to, to just outright, you know, disrespect other nationalities and shit like that. So they feel confident enough to do it because I don't think we would have seen something like that a couple years ago. It's just like a lot of this shit is happening now. It's like it ain't really no coincidence, bro. Like I'm not one of those conspiracy theorists and shit like that, but I mean, proof is in the pudding. <laughs> it's just it can't be no it can't like once is a coincidence. You know what I'm saying? Once is a, like once can be an accident. I'll say twice can be a coincidence, but three, four, five times and shit like that. Come on, it's it's a trend at this point. Three or more is a trend. So I don't, I'm I'm not a fan of it, man. Like I ain't mad at at Tip for going at him and shit like that or whatever. But and you know it's just it's just one of those things, man. Like I, I wasn't a fan of Floyd just blatantly like, yo, I'm I'm messing with them. Like it's like, come on, fam, like. If that's what you're gonna do, do you don't have you don't need to have a camera crew right there trying to rub it in everybody's faces because yeah, you can afford it. Okay, that's good. But here's what they think about you. I mean, this this is one of those things like remember the whole uh I remember back in like the night late nineties, the whole Tommy Hill figure thing. Yeah, maybe like the mid nineties. You know I mean, remember that whole thing? I remember uh Tretch from Naughty by Nature was like a model. He was like modeling for Tommy Hill figure. Tyson Beckford modeling for Hill figure and shit like that. And, shit came out about that then you think uh about the whole jay-z thing with uh cristal you know what i'm saying well he was like basically he he boosted their sales there were people that couldn't even afford that shit that was trying to buy that shit because he would put the shit in their rhymes he's like fuck them they don't know how to you know basically don't know how to treat people they don't they don't want our support they're not going to acknowledge us or they basically gonna say man we don't need y'all advertising our shit all right fuck it i'm gonna go over here and mess with rose so it, it, it happens on, on a lot of different fronts. I mean, you just gotta if they don't want you if they don't want you in their clothes and shit like that, why are you gonna why are you gonna break the bank to, to buy it? Just to say you got the shit, to have a name on the side of your, your shirt or on your pants. I just never got it. I'm like you, Jay. I, I don't waste my money on on expensive clothes. First of all, I can't afford that shit. Secondly, even if I could, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Just cause you just cause like like I'm I've always been a firm believer you know when the owner dresses like <laughs> when the owner dresses like the janitor you know what i'm saying that's 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 more cooler than seeing the dude dressed up you know the janitor dressing like he the owner 
right. to me. That just that just impre- that impresses me more. It's like, oh damn, he got all this money. He don't even dress like that. Like, take a Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban's a fucking billionaire. He don't he he, he don't dress. He dressed like he got less money than both of us. Mark Cuban, Bill Gates, Bill Gates yeah. never put on anything. Yeah, exactly. So you ain't you ain't that don't mean nothing. Like you dress, play the part, or whatever. That shit, I'm just not impressed by it. That's why I don't th- I don't think too much of it. I don't. I've never I've never bought Gucci nothing. So Facts. I don't think. So I don't, I, don't think. Never, I don't think, but I, I don't think I've ever owned anything with Gucci on it. I may have, but I, I'm not sure though. If I did, I didn't buy it. Yeah. I mean, I like fashion uh, as much as the next guy. I, I think I'm pretty pretty fashion forward, but again, I'm good on like the high end fashion brands, especially the uh, the foreign uh, fashion brands. I'm good on that because uh, I think that that's one uh, one glaring issue here that uh, that people should be talking about is all of these brands that you talking about boycotting they didn't start over here they didn't start in america they started over in europe every single yeah. one so they don't they don't even understand our culture and they don't care about it obviously so what you said they, they, they all look at they all looking at you they all looking at you like 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 mr popo that's how they envision you yeah and, and and the clothing and shit uh you know it personifies what they think they've been doing that for decades feel. so i know you mentioned the um the floyd mayweather situation floyd was just dumb for that like what was the point of doing that you're just trying to defy everybody just because, because i mean you know you know he got history with uh ti so yeah so he just found you know i think he just wanted to find another reason just to go at him and that's why ti yeah. made that diss track <laughs> he like i'm not yeah. messing with you bro yeah. like, it's just it's it's dumb at this point it's very dumb so it is what it is man i don't buy none of this stuff anyway so it doesn't affect me but again like if i did i would at least have the integrity and, and decency enough to to not buy this stuff anymore if you're going to disrespect my people then you know you can't get my business that's how i see it indeed and that's how it should be so yeah any y'all out there you know you got some gucci on i'm not saying that you gotta go and just you know burn stuff away or put it <laughs> in your closet but I would think that I would I will hope that you at least have the morals and the decency to to just think about what's going on and and how much they don't really care about you when you wearing their stuff, man. You just you just a walking you just a walking billboard at that billboard, point. Yeah. yeah, that's all you are, just a walking billboard. So it is what it is, man. We'll see how long this is going to last, but I'm sure that probably not too many people, especially black people, have heeded what Ti and other people have been saying about boycotting. But again, I'm not messing with the three month thing. I understand that you know he wants to boycott it, but you just need to boycott it. Period. Like. We, we need to stop giving them multiple chances is, is what I'm trying to say. Just boycott them for real and find something else, man. Just, just find something else to wear. There's plenty of other clothing companies you can support, especially black companies. So just just do that. Look at alternatives. That's all I'm asking. So it is what it is on that one. And then a uh, final list of news. This dude, Ja Rule, is still clowning, apparently. He has not learned his lesson from the fire Festival stuff. He said that he didn't even watch a documentary because he was like it's not funny like even though he was laughing at it he was like it's not it's not really a funny situation i take this situation very seriously but this dude is still trying to make yet another fire festival-esque type of thing um according to this app which he wants to call uh iconic um and i don't know how this is going to be um if you didn't learn your lesson the first time if the first time it ended up uh dudding and dying out 
why would you think that it would work again if you just do it by yourself or or have some other people with you people already don't trust you so why would they go back to you and be like oh this is a good thing to uh to invest in if i'm if i'm an investor or it's a good thing as an artist to hop on for any type of business venture that job ja rule wants to do i i really don't understand why you thought that this was that this was something that that would work i'm not exactly wishing the downfall on ja rule but i just don't think that that's a good look especially after watching the not one but two documentaries on both netflix and hulu about it including you who tried to deny that you had any involvement on it when we can clearly see that you were fully involved in the situation uh what do you think about ja rule trying to revive this fire festival under a different name man that's grimy bro that's some shady shit that's that's some shady shit i like being part of like a, a pyramid scam or some shit like that and uh and then bringing and bringing the shit back you know what i'm saying trying to re rename it something else like like that that ain't cool yo but it's ja rule man when does it ever make sense so we need to ask ja <laughs> what is ja, what is ja thinking about this this is why people make fun of you bro he's a walking meme he's like the walking joke of hip-hop Mm -hmm. for the past 10 years bro and like you you would think he would he would learn his lesson but apparently he hasn't man so yeah. i don't know man y'all different up there in new york anyway so <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't know what's what's going on in the water there but it's, i don't know it's probably it's probably rat dung or something in it who knows <laughs> Y'all sitting there drinking some some crazy stuff. Y'all don't even know what y'all drinking in that in that faucet water. But um, we'll see if anything comes from this. But I just don't see anything good coming from it at all. I see it being another fire festival situation if it even gets that far. Because honestly, I don't even think it's gonna get that far. That he's gonna get people on board. Maybe he's just talking. I'm hoping he's just talking and find something else to do. Um, but I think maybe at this point, Ja Rule just desperate. <laughs> I think he's just desperate because he realizes that like if he tries to put out more music, people aren't gonna be messing with it. Cause 50 did kill your career, man. Uh, I hate to say it, but cause I, I did like Ja Rule. I think a lot of people like Ja Rule back then. But I think 50 just he just buried your career, man. I don't, I don't think you're gonna be able to get up from it. And I think that's why he's just trying these other business ventures. Just trying to. I ain't mad at him for trying to, to you know, branch off and get into other shit. It's just the shit that he's doing. He's making bad choices. Yeah, you gotta choices. do it right. Yeah, you're not, you're not doing it right. You were initially with some bad people, and one of them ended up getting locked up. Luckily, you were able to weasel out of it, and you want to try again? That's just not yeah. smart. <laughs> it's not smart at all. So it is what it's it is. Dumb. Yeah, it's, it's it is. It's very fucking dumb. So this is this is stuff we have, man. So again, you can you can just see from all of this news that Black History Month sucks, right? February sucks, and like I said, we I got just, one week to get it together. Yeah, we really have one week to get it together. I think <laughs> I think one of the only positives has been uh, the Grammy winners, because I can't really find anything else positive. Uh, but I did mention Jesus and Mero, though, because um, they're about to get their show off the ground again on Showtime, and they were on The View um, yesterday, I believe. Yeah, they were on The View yesterday, and I wasn't expecting that to happen. Shout out to Jesus and Mero, dog. I messed with the, with the Bodega Hive and the movement. But we need some we need some positive man because it's not been good for black people this month. So uh, this uh, some news this is all news that we have for this week. Um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about this flock, um, especially after the whole debate popped up 
when Drake re-released So Far Gone and ended up charting. I wasn't expecting it to chart, but again, this is due to there really being nothing out to even <laughs> to even go against. So I guess when you think about it like that, it kind of makes sense, um, regardless of how you felt about that particular project. It was just nothing out, so I guess that's why it ended up charting. But I want to ask you if there was any album, mixtape, project, whatever that is currently not on your favorite streaming platform. What project would you like to see gets re-released <clears throat> on your favorite streaming platform? Mm. It's a lot, man. Because I love Spotify, don't get me wrong, but it's a lot of shit missing on Spotify. I know a lot of people, the average person wouldn't even rec- wouldn't notice it. They'd be like, oh man, they got everything. No, they don't. Um, I've been listening to a lot of, like like I told y'all before, I watch a lot of like old music, like older music videos. Cause that's what used to get me into investing in the, you know, getting an album and stuff like that. Cause the music video sold the music. That's just, that's just my mind frame, man. That's how I grew up. And I was like, damn, I remember this. I remember this. I remember this. I was watching, uh, I would love to see some, some of De La Soul shit get put on there. Cause De La Soul dropped some, some nice shit, but not much of their stuff is on Spotify. When I, the fir- one of the first albums I think about is, um, Stakes is high from De La Soul. Um, of course, Jay Z's like pretty much whole catalog. Cause it was over there at first, but then you know he moved this shit over there to title. Um, shit, Dr. Dre the Chronic, Aaliyah's uh, One in a Million album. That's another one. A lot of soundtracks that, that I used to like, movie soundtracks. They don't have them, so it's a lot, man. I, I'll be all day, bro. So. I'll let you have it, man. <laughs> I, I will keep going, man. I'm telling you. Like, real shit, I will keep going. I'll say something more recent. Um, I would like Big Sean's earlier mixtapes to be on Spotify, um, particularly Detroit. That was probably one of my one of my most favorite projects by him. I would like Travis Scott's earlier mixtapes to be on there as well. Um, that's pretty much all I can think of from the top of my head, um, just, just going off of it. But I think that it can happen just because i know that uh not only did drake put so far gone on the spotify you now, said that was one of his best works to me that was my that was my favorite work of his what uh detroit so far gone oh so far gone no, oh, from drake. No, yeah. About, uh, okay. drake yeah I, a lot of people uh a lot of people think that and i would say that's probably what made me a fan of him uh was mm-hmm. so far gone yeah it was it was a really good project um was about to say oh, oh you said mixtape too right yeah mixtape what anything was that mixtape? what was that mixtape that um what the fuck mixtape was that the one we had that song a little bit i can't remember that drake mixtape which mixtape that was uh um, i can't remember which one it was that one i would like to see because that before, was my shit like, before I so far gone he had comeback season and something else and i i'm but I know comeback season was before that. That's when he was messing with little brother a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't remember though which uh what that was off of, but yeah, that one that was that was oh, a and, decent uh, one too. And room for improvement. That was his first one. It's very that was his very first uh, mixtape there. So it, it might have been that one, but yeah, I think I think it might have been that one, but I'm not I'm not exactly sure. 
But yeah, I mean, man, release the whole mixtape catalog, bro. Just just re-release. I think I think that would be cool if, if a lot of artists did do that. I know that Wiz Khalifa, um, a lot of people were asking for Cushion OJ, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, I thought they finally put that on there. Oh no, it wasn't that. It was that uh, Currency um, collaboration mixtape, How High. He ended up re-releasing that, so that's on Spotify now. But a lot of people were again asking for uh for Cushion OJ, which it's on here now. Um, but it doesn't have the original cover. So I don't know if this is if this is like a an actual like official release of that. But it, it looks like slowly artists are starting to put a lot of their mixtapes on there, which again I, I feel like they should. But a lot of people do want to hear that stuff. I just want everything yeah. in one place at this point. Yeah, because I don't wanna have to go and like break out my, my hard drive with all my music on it and all this other stuff to just to listen to stuff. I, I want it like easy access. Like I want to be able to listen to the shit in my car. Yeah. And that's what I listen to in my car through my Bluetooth and shit. It's on Spotify. So mm -hmm. I just want to have it all in, like you said, all in one, all in one place. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, so let us know what project that you would like to see be re-released because um, I, I think that it's definitely a lot of stuff that, that could be on Spotify and it, it's funny though when you actually go back you're like damn that's not on here that's not on here oh man I thought that was on here and that's not on here either so it's, it's definitely a lot of things I would, I would like to, to see on there just so so I can listen to it again it'd be stuff that'd be on there and then you look up and it'd be gone too yeah they do they do out. pull that stuff which I, I hate as well because it's a, it's a good number of my music that uh, ended up being grayed out mostly Jay-Z stuff but you already mentioned mm -hmm. that you put all this stuff on title so because <laughs> i'm like i got like almost this whole catalog and i'm like damn i can't even listen to it on here no more so it is what it is with that uh but let's move on to the song of the week uh my choice comes from a tribe called quest now i don't know if you watch the um the series on netflix called hip-hop um evolution but I watched through all of those episodes and they had a section about the um, the whole whole movement with a tribe called Quest, De La Soul, um, and Native Tongue. Yeah, Native Tongue and the whole Native Tongue movement, uh, Queen Latifah and, and, and a bunch of other people. Uh, but I was specifically um, paying attention to the tribe called Quest section and I really did not realize like how impactful they were and my favorite group of all time and how much q-tip um especially like went digging through the crates to find all of those crazy samples to bro you know i almost thought about doing a what you call it on that shit because oh. i'm thinking about bringing my uh my npc back out and messing with some shit mm -hmm. like i legit i almost had my camera i was gonna go to the record store actually tomorrow as a matter of fact oh. yeah okay. and i was gonna be like guess what i'm doing i'm like take a picture what you think i'm about to do in here only 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 the only the real know know what this means mm. like going in there and shit like that i'm not gonna do like no rhythm roulette or no shit because it takes <laughs> me too long to do it i don't have that type of time to do it i'll start on some shit and i won't finish it for like weeks mm. but yeah that i know i know that process so trust me i know yeah so you, go, you have to go all over the place i heard a story from lord finesse about um fucking um uh, he's talking about Large Professor. I don't know if you know who Large Professor is. Yes, but he produced he produced some shit for Nas. He actually a good rapper too in his own right. Where he said he uh, he went to I forgot he went to Cali 
went to they go to this thing where they had like this this whole big ass festival thing mm-hmm. they were talking about how uh buddy from pm dawn the big dude rest in peace um that he had this one guy that wouldn't sell nothing to nobody else until after dude was done he'd get a stack of records and shit like that he like that's how real it be out here you know a lot you know lord finesse is a dope producer too a lot of people don't know he produced uh suicidal thoughts for biggie's first album so and he did some other shit too for people like Big L and guys like that. But um, he said Lars Professor said, "Man, he like I got I came up I got a whole bunch of stuff." He was like, "Well, what you do with your stuff?" He like I he like I had to he I left my clothes and sent my <laughs> and put my and put the records in the luggage and sent that and, and sent that uh and flew that back with me. I had to get my clothes sent home to me. That's I'm like that's 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 how what how it is real. Like, yeah, like some people are going there and spend like forty dollars on a record, and they be like, "Oh, I'm not spending forty dollars on a record." And this is one of the things I learned. Like, yo, if you gonna get like, even when you starting out, you might get like a hundred, two hundred dollars for a beat. If you get five, six thousand for a beat, then you just being cheap. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the profit right there. Mm. You know what I mean? You spend two hundred. You you could spend a hundred dollars on a record, just sold after record, and you get five thousand for a beat that you sampled off that record. That's, I mean, that ain't that's like flipping houses, bro. Pretty for much. Some people, yeah, pretty much. I like flipping houses for some people. So, so yeah, my bad, you, man. I just, you, no, I, when you, I heard that, the first thing I thought yeah, of, yeah, yeah. But what you mentioned about going to Cali uh, about the big festival, they say that they used to do that in New York too. Um, I forgot what the uh, what the specific hotel was, but they said like they used to do it like on the weekends. So like every week, they used to uh, just have like one big. Um, one big um, album um, festival and they convention just, yeah, yeah convention they used to go through and just dig through all the crates and just find stuff and uh and he used to talk about how like youtube used to be he used to be on it boy he used to be getting all the good uh all the good records mm-hmm. and he's and uh yeah somebody else to talk about he's like man he's like damn i hate the nigga q-tip man he just just i heard getting all the good <laughs> yeah. records like i can't get no good records but i gotta watch that again too because i haven't watched it since like the first two they did yeah that's i, I know like like all of it something else yeah that's that's, that's that's uh, that's hip hop evolution. Yeah, hip hop evolution. Uh huh. Yeah, so yeah, I so, so yeah, I'll, I'll watch that. And uh, but like just watching the process, I'm like, man, this is how like this is how like the samples like really started booming. I didn't realize mm-hmm. like how deep the rabbit hole goes when it comes oh, yeah. to these iconic records that you've heard oh, yeah. time and time again and you just hear these samples and you don't know where they come from and then once you hear it, you're like oh shit oh my god like it, it's it's kind of like just euphoria at that <laughs> why point. you never asked me you know i would have told you well i, I know i just didn't say nothing i, I just say that but <laughs> i like but I, I mean i knew it i knew it about the samples. But for them for them it's a lot more serious because they yeah just their livelihood so. exactly yeah so like just just hearing like where they got some of these ideas from from these it's samples. a process yeah and then like especially how they had to do it then like stopping and starting and all that stuff just to get mm-hmm. the sample out of the uh out of the record so that it definitely took a lot more work but obviously we're in 2019 so it's a much easier process yeah then they were probably using let me see what what year were they talking about uh that i was, can tell you exactly what they were using definitely um before like, like 90 91 92 Oh, they were using probably the SP twelve hundred. Yeah, that's what it was. SP twelve SP twelve hundred, or maybe I think maybe the MPC sixty was around then. May have been. 
but they were either using that or they were probably using a, a little what you call it program off the off a keyboard or something like a cord but for the most part it was it was sp1200 true so so yeah but my first my first machine was a uh, mpc 1000 mpc 1000 okay mm-hmm. and i got the renaissance right now nice nice uh, but anyways, get into get into that because we got to whole another conversation. But uh, but I, I went back and listened to um, a tribe called Quest. I listened to like their first like three projects, um, just because I realized that like it's a lot of music that I haven't listened to like the entire projects. But obviously mm-hmm. I know about the main songs, but I never really went through and listened to like the entire project to hear all the other songs that you may not know about. So I did that the other day. Um, but one of the songs that, that I personally like from Tribe Called Quest was a war tour um, that came out in 93. So uh, so I just wanted to put y'all up on that. I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all know um, at least one a Tribe Called Quest song, but uh, but this is one of the more popular ones as well. Um, oh, Midnight Marauders? Yeah. Yeah, so, so there you go, man. That's my song of the week, a Tribe Called Quest award tour. But I, I definitely implore y'all to watch Hip Hop Evolution um, to just get a, a bit of the process of like what they went through during that whole um, that whole movement. Because uh, that sample movement was pretty crazy. Um, just just seeing like everything that they that they went through and the whole like the changing of the guard between uh between hip hop back then, man. It was it was very very interesting. So that's why I ended up uh ended up shooting a trial call quest song. So uh what you got for us this week, Flock? Alright, I'm gonna go with uh Nas the message off of his uh second album. It was written 1996. I just I picked the song because I was just listening to that uh and a lot of people when y'all hear it, some people just don't know, so I don't I can't really like blame you or whatever, but some people are just ignorant sometimes too, but when you hear it, they're gonna be like, "Oh, this sound like uh, Juice World, Lucid Dream," but you know, it's actually a sample off of Sting's uh, "Shape of My Heart." And I know Sting has some issue with uh, Juice World using that. So, but yeah, Nas and them, I guess they did it right and <laughs> got the proper clearance for the uh, sample using that. So when you hear it, it'll sound it'll sound really familiar to something you listen to current day. So when you check that out. Plus Nas is on there just spitting that shit, yo. That was Nas in his prime. So, you know, it's a great song. It's like track two on his uh, It Was Written album, 1996. Yeah, yeah. Check that out. All right. All right. And finally, we have the album suggestion section. So what you got for us? Oh, shit. I ain't gonna lie, Jay. I forgot all about the album. Selection. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I straight forgot, bro. Oh my god! All right, I got you. I got you. I got you right now. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, you know what? I want to do something more current. I'm gonna do, a lot of shit. I know a lot of people would be like, "Man, you always picking shit from the '90s or something like that." I'll, I'll think of something more currently. You know what? No. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with G Unit. Beg for mercy. 2003. That was my shit. The G Unit. Beg for mercy. 2003. I mean, you had you know, popping them things. I'm so hood. Stunt 101. Groupie love. Uh, smile. Salute you. That was my shit. Eat up. Uh, I smell pussy. Is that you, Er? That, that was my shit too. So 
G Unit 2003. Go go check that out. Facts. Throwback. Yeah, that definitely was a great album. Well, to that, I was like, yo, like this this stuff was this stuff was tight, yo. And that shit just popped in my head like out out of out of the blue too. While I was sitting thinking like, my buddy, yeah, I go, he go. Yeah, G Unit was they were popping back then, and they couldn't be stopped. And they mm-hmm. came out, you know, so it was definitely a good album. So appreciate that album suggestion. All right, we are officially done with everything for Enlightened Sounds episode 17. Flock, do we have any final words before we peace out? Eh, listen to what you like. Don't let other people tell you what's high and what's not. You the judge of that music, just like artists, subjective. Whatever you like is what you like. But just don't, if just case you don't like something, don't try to force your. Don't try to force your beliefs on others. Let people rock with what they rock with. That's why we got our own aux cords out here. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> all right, all right. And then uh, my final words. Um, I'm having some music withdrawals, man. I need I need some new music in my life. Yeah. Come on. We man. had so much fun last year with this shit. We, we like, did. We did. But then I've been again, waiting. We, like, what are we gonna talk about? We didn't start at the beginning of the year either, though. So I don't know, cause I don't remember everything that came out like at the beginning of uh 2018. But we'll see, man. We'll we'll see. It's just being very slow right now. But I need something to uplift me during Black History Month. Okay? I need something. Please, someone. Yeah, someone I'm gonna have to go listen to heat. some. I'm gonna have to go ahead and listen to some Fred Hammond or some shit, man. I'm gonna have to listen to some gospel, man. Get my spirits up, bro. Some more bull, dog. We got one way to get it right, yo. I need to yeah. see something positive because I'm tired of this. <laughs> I'm motherfucking tired. So it is what it is, man. Uh, again, thank you all for listening to us on whatever streaming platform that you choose. Uh, shout out to everybody who uh, financially supports us. Again, if you want to financially support us even more, you can subscribe to the Enlightened Sounds uh, podcast for either a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars. Um, any amount of money would be greatly appreciated. Other than that, um, you do support us when you do listen to the podcast from hearing our lovely ads, which I think uh, I think that this one might be over. I think this campaign is particularly over. Uh, but again, any other ones that come. Uh, we do appreciate um, all of the support on the Enlightened Sounds podcast. Other than that, uh, we will see you all later for episode 18. We out, though. Peace.